Welcome to Plaster Negotiations, where none of the debates are legally binding, and here's your host, J. Edgar K. Weilman Jr., the 15th. Come on, who's running this? What the hell? Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Plaster Negotiations, where none of our debates are legally binding. I'm going to be your host tonight. I'm the fucking captain tonight. I am the captain. I'm him. I'm J. Edgar K. Weilman, the 29th, and this week, I'm joined by Hypnotoad Ryan Benner. The Canadian Ryan Hosier and the one and only Stotesy. Uh, open his statements, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear him. Two minutes on the clock. Hosier, let's get it going. All I got is thank you for welcoming me back from what, the fourth week in a row now? Fifth week? I don't fucking know. I lost count, especially after what Benner did to me last week where he made me down like a multitude of shots. And I started seeing stars after. You're the here. Six or You're seven. alive. But I survived, as is the name here. So, well, thanks for welcoming me back as always. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> I, when are you going to accept that you're actually part of the cast? I don't know, man. Okay. I, it's... <laughs> like, we just claim you at this point. <laughs> he, he's, he's just our little precious. He's just our little ring that we're just dragging him along with us. <laughs> okay, sure. Wow. Yeah, fuck it. Well, whatever. Don't know that I was going to go that far, but, you know. Here, here we are. The process is what the canal. <laughs> the process is what is made syrup. Oh dear God! What have I started? <laughs> oh dear. All right, <laughs> two minutes in, and this is what we're doing. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, oh, I didn't even realize I'm the second one on the list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. wrote the script. How do you not know? Jesus, I, was, I, was I know, but it's hidden behind. Like, if I'm watching the actual show, then it's hidden on my Word document. So I wasn't paying attention. All right, leave me alone. Okay. Um, this week, I'm really hyped. Um, it's draft week, and my Colts actually did something. We actually drafted a quarterback for the first time in 84 years, uh, you know, ever even being a team. Um, so really excited. I I know that we're going to be talking about some NFL later tonight. Um, I really just want to shit on some other teams. And so I'm just really excited. It's Friday. I got paid. So I'm in a really good mood. So here we are. I forgot that the Geico caveman was drafted by you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Shut up. Honestly, did Andrew Luck's regime in Indianapolis even happen? Let's be real. That was a a 10-year fever dream or however long that lasted. The only regime it was was against Tennessee, and that's because they can suck it. (laughs) We were denied an Andrew Luck regime. We got the Civil War general, so. (laughs) We got something even better. We got mentally unstable (laughs) Andrew Luck. Yeah. (laughs) It's a problem. (laughs) All right, Benner, tell us what's up. What's going on down in Dallas? Dude, I had an opening statement and I completely forgot it. So I'm just here to to chill, talk with the boys. It's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. That's all I have to say. Is everybody okay. looking forward to the weekend, Benner? <laughs> Are you partying, partying, huh? And Yeah. <laughs> He, he's at that step out of the drugs off of 21 Jump Street. No. <laughs> Put your tongue back in. Put your tongue back in your mouth. Put your tongue back in. 
Jesus Christ. All right. No, 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 no drugs here. Just ready for a relaxing weekend. Facts. I can hear that. God, when, when you moved around, before I get to my opening statement, when you moved around, Hypnotoad kind of freaked out. And <laughs> you were like entering and exiting the background. Holy crap. That was wonderful. All right, so it's my opening statement time. I want to show this because I'm using Alonzo's rule of if you do the shot, the time timer doesn't matter anymore. So we're just going to go ahead and pour one of these bad boys. Hey. All right, because I'm fucking pissed. Hi, everybody. I hope you're having a great weekend. Welcome to this show. Welcome to this show. Cheers, mate. We're starting this one off. Jesus. So my opening statement. Here's what's up. I've noticed that, you know, every week I like to say, be good people. J. Edgar likes to remind me of me saying that. And, uh, you know, today there really weren't a lot of good people out there. And I realized I didn't explain this. So Mm. I want to explain because we suck so bad as a society nowadays what being a good person really is and it comes down to really three simple concepts okay the first one is do your job all right be it whether you're at work be it whether you are doing something you know recreationally whatever if you are doing something you have a job for it always for example if you're driving Maybe you don't yeet yourself across four lanes of traffic, cause two accidents behind you, and act like a fucking real human being. You do your job, no matter what the fuck you think you're doing. You do your fucking job. It's super simple. All right, so that's step one. All you got to do, do your job. Second one, be human and be empathetic. Okay, so what does that mean? Have a little bit of understanding. Sometimes people aren't having the greatest day. We can get that. Sometimes, like, again, in traffic, sometimes you just let somebody else go in front of you. You don't act like a fucking asshole about it. Maybe sometimes you do your job and you're human and you say, oh, I'm going to follow up because this other person works hard and I don't want to leave them with their uh, pants down and their cock in their hand in the middle of downtown Boston. Where there's a lot of homeless people. Yeah, maybe you do that. Maybe you just fucking do that. Not calling anybody out. And then the last one, and this is the hardest one. Fuck your ego. Fuck your ego. And all of these come up because, well, so to start my day, before I even encountered like one of the worst things I think I've ever seen in my life, it was one of the worst days of my life. I'm going to be straight up and honest with you Um, at one of my jobs. My whole team basically left me high and dry um, in the middle of nowhere with some other folks in possession and just every single way that somebody could get fucked. I was fucked. And then I saw this truly awful thing that made me think, man, I better explain this. Be good people in the show tonight. So I'm driving to my late job which was fun and awesome and john cena and pokemon and stuff and so that's fun but i'm driving to it and i'm driving up and all of a sudden it's a dead stop on a road that's 
never stopped for any reason. It's like, okay, that's kind of weird. And you get, I get up there. Cops are already on scene. There are three bikes and not like bicycles, but motorcycles off to the side. There's a dude who is laying. This guy is dead or about to be dead. A Dodge Ram that its front grill looks all kinds of fucked up. And off to the side, I didn't get the brand. There's a blue car that looks like it was hit by the Ram. So why do you do all three of these things? Do your job. Traffic laws. Be human and empathetic. That Dodge Ram did not have to go out into the street to turn out another vehicle, which ultimately probably killed on impact a motorcyclist. And fuck your ego. You're going to be two minutes late for your Bobo's little dessert. Oh, who gives a flaming fuck? Act like human fucking beings out there, people. A lot of us who are doing work are really tired of a lot of you guys straight up fucking up all the time. And that's going to be the rest of it. I'm going to do another shot of Jepson's Malort because I'm out of fucking Tylenol. Good Lord. Listen to me for once. God damn it. Be good people. Cheers. All right. An absolute all-time rant by Dr. Stoats. And you know what? I'm going to take a shot for you as well because it sounds like you've had a hell of a fucking day. And I don't know what type of whiskey this is, but it's good as fuck. Uh, It's by Bullet. Frontier Whiskey. So Hmm. thank you to my colleague, I'll say. Uh former colleague uh, who purchased that for me. So thank you. Frontier Whiskey, the official whiskey of good people doing good things. Absolutely. Rebuttal period. Anybody got any uh, last words? Anybody want to rebuttal to anybody else's opening statements? I came in and chose violence today and renamed Benner dipshit Benner. I'm just going to say it out loud. He didn't do that on his own. I mean, I was going to try to be nice and just give him hypnotoad because I had a feeling that he was going to come in a very hypnotoad attitude. And by God, he blew that one out of the fucking water. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ryan. Anytime. Just here to help. <laughs> so, Ho- Hoser, are you going to make shirts? I survived <laughs> Benner's hazing for you and Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> I think I handled it better than Caleb, but I won't lie. <laughs> hey, I mean, You're, no arguments there. No arguments there, but in Caleb's defense, he hasn't been through that. You have. I was gonna say, yeah, I, I turned twenty-one a couple, like, barely two years ago at this point, so yeah. it's I've been through a ringer. Caleb survived, but he 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 was just a little, I would say it was just a little bit extra rough for he, for him. That, that was a fun episode. That was a very fun episode. Oh man. <laughs> Ryan, remember the days that we turned 21? God, I feel old as fuck. No, I don't remember my 21st. <laughs> he well, barely remembers what uh, central time zone is. Come on. <laughs> That's a uh, good point. L- listen, Kate, my 21st birthday started at a Chili's in the middle of butt fuck nowhere, Colorado, and ended up with getting free fireball shooters from the most, like, ghetto-ass-looking liquor store in uh southern colorado 
it's not where I thought you were going. When you said fucking Egypt, I thought you were about to say getting fucked by. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. When wait, did I what? say? When did I say Egypt? I said Eastern Colorado. Well, well I mean, that's the same as <laughs> fucking Egypt, middle of nowhere. <laughs> All right. I does it snow anywhere in Egypt? I, I doubt it does. I I yeah, don't know. It my does, Egypt. but it's uh, it does. more of a tannish right. color. You know, it oh sand. sand. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhat. It's all the same shit. Eventually, no, no. Sand my, doesn't one, melt. One of my coworkers who inspired my Alex Moran uh, has family from Egypt. He actually said it's quite nice, and I just thought it, it would cool. just be one big sand dune, like a like a playpen or something for kids. I mean, come on, man! It's it's sand. It's coarse. It's rough and irritating. I mean, I think it's everywhere. Turn, I mean, we can turn it to glass if we wanted to. Yeah, but that doesn't happen naturally, you know. I just hit you all with an Anakin Skywalker it, it, it quote. I got nothing. Man-made. It would have to be man-made. Yeah. Let's see how well. Let's see how strong those Egyptian pyramids really are, boys. No, calm the fuck down, Infowars. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yes. Jesus Christ! I was just reading an Anakin Skywalker quote. Caves over here, just like the. <laughs> The pyramids are alien telescopes. They are. <laughs> I believe it. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's get into the Das Boot Top. Wow, I, I butchered that. Sorry. Das Boot Topic of the Week. I'm sorry. I, I fucked it up. Okay, this is my first time. Leave me alone. Uh, this week, unless you just don't have a cellular FBI tracking device, a.k.a. a cell phone, nah. uh, you should know that it's NFL draft time. Um. And since we're around finals week, for those who are in college, uh, God bless you. Let's give out some report cards. Uh, so, gentlemen, who won, who lost, and whose GM is definitely getting fired? Uh, Stoats, kick it off for us. All right. So, this one I'm coming off of my NFL hiatus of a while, mostly because DeMar is healthy enough to play again. Um, I want to support this guy. Uh, gonna try and support my Packers again. It's gonna be tough, especially with Jordan fucking love. Um, but who won? Let's start with who won. Um, you're not gonna like this, Cade, but uh, the Tennessee Titans have won this draft, particularly in the second round with the second pick of that round by drafting your boy Will Levis, aka Gardner Minshew Jr., the 27th. I am sure Will Levis with his 19 IQ and mayonnaise coffee is going to show up to training <laughs> camp and say shit like, well, you know, I just don't poop anymore because I ain't number two. Tannehill, I'm coming for you. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kill yourself. That's a terrible take. That is a fantastic take. And you know, I'm right. You know, I'm fucking right on this. And plus, they didn't get rid of their backfield, a.k.a. the entire team, to get the quarterback of the future in your division. So, sorry you'll have to see him a couple times a year, but Will Levis, he's going to be bringing in that new stadium in Nashville whenever they get it done with, what what was it, over a billion dollars of Tennessee taxpayer monies and such. So, Mm. yeah, but that's a different story for a different time. So, who won? Tennessee Titans who lost the Packers just straight up the Packers um what the hell are we doing with our fucking lives 
Um, oh, thank God. We, we guys, we drafted a tight end. The Packers drafted a tight end instead of a fullback in the second round. <gasps> Still not a receiver. <laughs> I know, right? And you had the opportunity yesterday to get that. Who is it? JSM guy or whoever? Jackson yeah. Smith and Jigba, yeah. Yeah. You had the chance to get a wide receiver. And I think the whole reason they didn't do that is oh, we don't want to hurt AA Ron's little feelings out in the Jets territory. Although I'm going to also argue that the Jets also have lost the draft oh, because shit. in the first round, they're just like, oh, well, the Green Bay is going to, they're going to draft an edge. So we go draft an edge too. Ha! Yeah, we like the football. So, yeah, I think both of us are, are losing pretty goddamn hard right now. And Aaron Rodgers is just like, Jesus Christ, why did I say anything good about the Jets facility in which Joe Montana is over there? No, not Joe Montana. Who is it? Oh, Joe Namath. Uh, Joe Namath. Broadway Joe, Susie Kohlberg, stalker is over there just like, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to kiss the Super Bowl championship in the face. And that's going to be the entirety of his time with the Jets. Who is getting fired? All the GMs are getting fired. All of them. At least Gunquist should get fired for the Packers 100%. Um, stop drafting uh, positions that we're already deep with and stop ruining my life. So, yeah, those are my picks. So real quick, before we move on to the next one, like for those that did watch the draft, did you guys like see who announced the Jets pick? I did not. Was okay. it a kid? Yeah, it was, so it was a Make-A-Wish Foundation kid. And so like seeing the Jets see, seeing the Jets take a linebacker that would have been in the second round, the Jets missed on that pick just like Death missed on that kid. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Man. <laughs> Sir, I think you're a little late to your bust of hell. That thing left a long time ago. Jesus. I, I am so happy I went over the big, be good people thing for this episode. <laughs> do not do what that man just said. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and guess who's next on the list to go? <laughs> Continue, Ryan. Continue. Tell oh. us about it. So so so, so, the, so so is his winner the kid or is the loser you know death for not killing the kid? <laughs> oh, de- 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 or, is like... or is the kid getting fired, <laughs> which has a lot more fucked up meaning right now? <laughs> if the kid's getting fired, it's just make a wish, just fulfilling the destiny. <laughs> Jesus, they got to get their money back somehow. Oh, God. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. No, I mean, it really was the right combination. You were right, Cade. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Holy shit. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, just top it off, just to go, um, like, who won? Um, That would be the uh, Philadelphia Bulldogs. because they just keep fucking landing Georgia defensive players. Like, literally, the league is just like, here, you like SEC defense? You like an SEC defense that won two national championships? You can have four key players from that defense over the next two years. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous to come out of the draft of both Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. 
uh, Dak Prescott's going to be shitting down his leg for the next seven years. So, <laughs> not just shitting, but shitting down his leg. It's going to be running like a f- flood, like like God had separated the waters, and Noah has built an ark. That shit's going to be running down his leg. If he doesn't slip and tear an ACL this time. Well, what if other people <laughs> slip and fall on it? Sue him. <laughs> Sue him. Sue Dak. We know what contract you have. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think, yeah, no, I think Philly has just been absolutely tremendous on the defensive side of the ball. They have oh, a lot of. Can I change my who lost? Sure. Oh, um, did you see this, Stokes? Yes. <laughs> I have it I, on the background. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so, who lost? it? That would be San Francisco for drafting a kicker in the third round. Jake <laughs> no. Moody out of Michigan, drafted by uh, McChesney's former team, the fighting <laughs> San Fran 49ers. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, you guys are making uh, Green Bay look smart. So congratulations, y'all are dumb. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your. Point. No, that's a no. That's Minus an, the part where I did. So I mean, that's a pretty, uh, pretty worthy interruption. Just to remind this our fan base that kickers are not real. Uh, so, <laughs> they don't exist. They They're do a figment of our imaginations. Fullbacks are more real than you, fuckers. Um, the only t- the only time they exist is when they make clutch kicks. Outside of that, you're useless to me. I'm sorry. Irrelevant. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, going back to the end. So, you know, Philly, Philly's just been dominating with just SEC picks. They basically have an Alabama offense and a Georgia defense. So maybe this time you won't lose to a fucking Muppet looking motherfucker. So it's fine. It's whatever. You pissed with a little little sprinkle of Ole Miss. Don't forget Ole Miss out there, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm talking to so SEC. There you go. You got one of the best (laughs) SEC receivers in Ole Miss, AJ Brown, who I think that Titans just did all the fucking drugs of the world when they made that trade last year. That's why that GM got fired, and he's a fucking consultant right now. Um, <laughs> but anyways, moving on. Loser of the fucking draft. Cade, you mentioned you are you started this um, segment with like draft report cards. Fucking Detroit Lions are fucking on academic probation. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's not even double secret probation. probation. It is academic probation. <laughs> Well, I mean, because they kind of redeemed themselves in the second and third round. But that first round, just holy fucking shit. You traded up. Well, first off, you traded down and acquired more picks. Um, and your one desperate thing going into this draft was a corner. You're sitting there at 12, and Oregon's Christian Gonzalez, who is arguably the best corner in this draft, was sitting there. Who did you take? A running back. A fucking running back when you have two solid running backs on your roster already. (laughs) And you got to 18 where Jameer Gibbs is probably still available. You could probably still get your running back at 18. But instead, you took him at Gibbs and then you settle for Iowa linebacker Jack Campbell, who is barely a second-round worthy pick. You fucking idiots. Your own fan base is confused about what the fuck just happened, and they saw Barry Sanders and Megatron end careers early. 
This is probably are they're more confused now than that shit. Detroit has fans. What? Hey, 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 hey. I gotta <laughs> shout my dog Tristan on that one. <laughs> oh, they don't have, they have, have friends. They don't have fans because they can't make it to the stadium because they get drove by and shot at. Bennett, uh, it's oh. real. <laughs> hey, they did get a cornerback. What was it in the uh, second round? It was Brian Branch. He's a damn good yeah. football player. Probably yeah, that's what I'm. Head. That's what I'm saying. They're only academic probation, not get the fuck out of school because they he drafted Brian Branch. <laughs> you know okay. Caleb brought this up to me uh, he said if you Mandela affected you know you just say oh yeah Brian Branch is the 12th pick and Jameer Gibbs is the 45th or whatever hey that's a pretty good draft uh, but no it's not it's no. fucking pathetic so I'm sorry and then yeah so I give I give that kind of take on Detroit but who should be fired someone completely else and that's the fucking GM of the Washington Commanders. I don't even know his fucking name because this is his first year as their GM. So he's done nothing with that team. And he should already be fucking fired because at 16, he drafted Emmanuel Forbes, a corner who I've heard no first round talk to, talks about whatsoever. When, again, once again, who is on the fucking board? Christian Gonzalez, who then was drafted a pick later by the fucking New England Patriots. Oof. Which, by the way, can I add into this that it's really weird that the New England Patriots are having at least solid picks in the first few rounds? Yeah, that makes no sense. It's kind of strange. It's creep creeping me out. Fucking stop it, Bill. Fucking stop it. Well, uh, they, they worked at grocery stores. So trainable. <laughs> I thought he was white. Oh, God. No. <laughs> oh, no. 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 Oh, bad banner. All right. Bad. I thought he was 5'9", too. Oh, dear God. Jesus. Go to your room, Christ. banner. Oh, yeah. You're on probation. You're now. grounded. God right. damn it. All right. The teams that I've got so far. Thank uh, you, Cade. I, I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to have my winner as Philadelphia, um, you know, kind of like what Benner said, you know, they just keep stacking uh, that defense. They're, they're going to be, they're, they're going to win their division. Um, but luckily I'm going to say that my winner is going to be the Houston Texans. Um, that move what? that they pulled to go two and three, actually pretty impressive. Um, and I did not see that coming uh, at all. So to, to get your quarterback and then to turn right back around and take the number one defensive player in the draft, Pretty damn good move. Um, so I definitely give them an A. The team that I'm going to say that lost is the Dallas fucking Cowboys. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. And I love my mother to death, and I hope she never sees this podcast. But she loves the Dallas Cowboys, and I cannot stand them. And here's why I'm about to rip them apart. Your quarterback is absolutely atrocious. He always has been. He always will be. He got shit on by Ole Miss in college, and he gets shit on every day in the NFL. Absolutely Down his leg. Down his leg. He slips and falls and tears his own ACL on his own shit, so he can just sue himself for all I care. All right. <laughs> He's absolutely garbage. Dallas Cowboys and Dallas Cowboys fans deserve better. Second. Oh, they don't. <laughs> No, well, I, 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 I'm only giving no. them a little bit of credit just because you live there, and I want you to at least be able to go to an NFL team that and watch them play that actually contribute. But, First off, I mean, to get to that point, I don't mean to interrupt you, but to get to that point, 
I have to be willing to spend money on Cowboys tickets, which I'm not. <laughs> that's yeah, fair. yeah, that that, that's a high clearance. I was just trying to give you some perks. I know you're. I, I'm. I'm just trying to help you out. Here. That I appreciate it, but what's this clear some? <laughs> I'm. I'm dumb. I'm not retarded. All right, that's fair. So for me, and the reason Jesus. why I picked Dallas to lose <laughs> is we need a shot collar for Benner. I'm sorry, we need a <laughs> shot collar for. <laughs> If, nope. if I knew if I knew that the clicker would work all the way from Indianapolis, I would use it, <laughs> but it's not gonna work. Benner's like the pit bull named Fluffy that keeps on balling kids, bro. <laughs> hey, chill. hey, don't put this on pit bulls. Pitties are good dogs. <laughs> they are beautiful dogs. Pitties <laughs> are great dogs. And fans at home, if you have a pity, do not clip their ears. That is awful shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Benner, go clip your ears. God damn it! <laughs> I'm in the agreement on you. I love pities. All right, <laughs> but the reason that I've got Dallas losing is your second quarterback to back up Dak Prescott is Cooper Rush, and nothing against Cooper, but last year's stats was five touchdowns, three interceptions, and only threw it for just over a thousand yards. Like, and he's 29. He's not getting any younger. It's time that they draft their QB for the future, and they missed the ball, and they could have drafted Will Levis. I don't know what it is. I don't know why teams are passing on him, but there's something about him. But that would have been a great opportunity for Jerry Jones to actually get a quarterback for the future. What, Ryan? This is not math class. Why are you raising your hand? Because I want to make a fucking statement that for like the last two months we've been hearing Kate in our group chat fuck Will Levis if the Colts draft Will Levis I'm gonna fucking lose my shit that's a fucking horrible pick and now he's sitting... gonna get him okay and now he's sitting here like I don't know why teams are passing on him I'm just telling you what I hear at the, at the lunch tables man Oh, Jesus. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, we're not bringing that up. I just wanted to make some statements. Just fucking change your logic more than fucking Skip Bayless did right there. I would be very upset if we did draft Will Levis. Thank God we didn't. But I'm just saying, Dallas needs a quarterback for the future. And they dropped the ball. I don't know who the fuck they signed. Some guy named Mozzie? Mozzie? Mozzie Smith. Mozzie Smith, he's from Michigan. Nobody likes fucking Michigan, okay? Nobody. Nobody. You guys want to know how peak Cowboys this Mozzie Smith Smith pick was? That guy got arrested back in October for weapon possession. Yep. All right, he belongs. He's good. boys, baby. (laughs) Just. And then the the GM that I'm going to say that is getting fired is the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons have a solid run game behind a running back who just rushed for a thousand yards, and you're going to trade your number one draft—not your number one, but your first-round draft pick—and take another running back when you could have added to that atrocious defense, or you could have gotten a better quarterback, aka Will Levis, because Desmond Ritter is not the answer. You missed the ball. You drafted another running back that you don't need, so you're you're getting fired. Or no, get ripped for go, the go work well- for the Atlanta Braves. I get ripped by the Will Levis pick by Tennessee as being solid. And you're over here like, oh, yeah, well, all these teams could have taken Will Levis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, what? I didn't, thank, I you, didn't thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't want him. Just any other team could have him. I didn't care. I just, I didn't want him. See, any you're scared of him. him. I just didn't want him. You're scared of him. No, no, no. What it what it is is Kate saw those clips of Will Levis's Will Levis's girlfriend in that red dress, and now Will's hey, like, hey, or hey, not, hey, hey, and, and and now Kate's like, you know what? This guy fucks. 
I want him to be my quarterback. With the lights on. <laughs> I have so um, much I want to follow up on with that, but I'm not going to do it. Should totally do that. I, it's 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 no. the mayo and the coffee, man. It's the mayo and the coffee. I just can't get behind it. He eats what? bananas with the peel. <laughs> like, bro, oh, this, this guy is my hero. Okay, like he, I mean, he fucking goes hard in the paint. Literally, if you see the woman that he was with, that man can eat all the banana pills that he wants because that guy fucks, okay? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give you that one, Ryan. You're, you're right. He can pull some baddies, but that, that's about all he can pull. I mean, the, if, I'm just saying, the way, the way Will uh, – he's actually a pretty decent-looking man where if he didn't play quarterback, he'd probably be a, a starring role in Love is Blind on Netflix. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's got the IQ for it. Uh. <laughs> what do you say? I love Will Do what? What do you say? CJ Stroud doesn't. Oh, that's a different story. That's a different story. <laughs> My favorite subject is football. <laughs> oh dear! God. That's an actual quote from CJ Stroud. Someone just said <laughs> CJ Stroud <laughs> is the water boy. So, did you guys see when they were interviewing CJ Stroud the combine and they're like who do you look up to CJ he's like well my favorite you know the player I model my game after is Sean Watson and the player I look up to as a child was Michael Vick hell of a, uh, hell of a locker room <laughs> hell of a locker room my guy we know. A model man <laughs> oh boy uh, you know, if I if I was gonna be you know drafting the NFL, if I went up to you know I'm at the combine getting interviewed, you know what I'm gonna tell them my inspirations were Aaron Hernandez and Ray Lewis. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Why not? Let's you know pick the two worst fucking possible inspirations. And I'm a big C.J. Stroud guy, but my god, <laughs> that was the worst possible answer for QBs you can look up to in your fucking life. Look, look, as we clear as we clearly know from, from the previous quarterback, there's plenty of massage parlors in Houston. So CJ should be okay. <laughs> oh no, dear no, no. God. Mute him. Mute him. <laughs> the dog's a little too rabid today. Bad better. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, Hosier, give us your pick. <laughs> who's that and who's failing? Oh my <laughs> Oh fuck. My winner. I have one well, I have two winners. I Yay, have participation trophies. Yay. Well, because one team took my favorite prospect in the draft. And the other team took maybe one of the best prospects in the draft a little further than they should have, like, you know, a little later than they should have. Who am I referring to? The New England Patriots stole Christian Gonzalez, man. What the fuck was that? And I'm gonna get to the I'm gonna get to the team in the losers bracket in a sec. But my God, how do you let a guy like that fall to fucking 17? You know, when they traded down incredible. for 14, I was sweating bullets. <laughs> I was sweating bullets, man, because I thought Belichick fucking, you know, you did all this for to trade down for an extra fourth round fucking draft. Are you kidding me, dude? I'm sweating. 
I'm like losing my mind in group chats with my friends, and I'm thinking, "Fuck, we fucked this up." Someone's gonna get Gonzalez. Someone's gonna get JSN. Someone's gonna get whoever the fuck, you know. Pick fourteen, Pittsburgh. They take a tackle. It turns out the Patriots wanted to fuck over the Jets. That's fucking hilarious. Um, fifteen, the fucking Jets draft Ronald McDonald at fifteen. Sixteen, the fourth, the fourth, <laughs> Ronald McDonald, the fourth. 16, and this is where my losers, I'm going to do my loser here. The fucking Washington Commanders chose the mystery box. You know, the boat could be anything. You know, the mystery box could be anything. It could be a boat. You fucking took the mystery box. You had Gonzo, who was a top 10 certified talent, and you said, you know what? Let's take the second round fucking projected player because he gets a lot of interceptions. Little, lo and behold, Put on the film, this guy is basically like a shittier Trayvon Diggs. He's a fucking stat batter, man. He gets fucking rinsed in coverage. You took the mystery box over the certified future, probably future all-pro cornerback, who happens to be one of the youngest players in the draft, too. Good job, Commanders, and great job, Patriots, for not fucking this up. Like, I thought you were going to fuck it up. My second winner. Yeah, this is the best draft, I think, so far in Belichick's history. Yeah, it's just a rare. No, 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 no,
I was all I was all in for the fucking Geno Smith redemption tour. Hey, I'll drink right now. Uh, vertical for results. Oh, oh no, no, for no. Show. no, 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 no. <laughs> Let the boy listen. <laughs> and what did Geno Smith proceed to do after, you know, they wrote him off? But, you know, he didn't write back. And he fucking proceeded to have a career year, got himself the bag. And now Seattle is laughing to the bank while Denver is hoping and praying that their Hail Mary hire is Sean Payton turns around that washed bomb Russell Wilson's career. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I'm sorry, Banner. I'm sorry. I wasn't planning on going this pro, like, you know, this much of a pro Seahawks rant, but remembering you're a Broncos fan, I had to kind of give it to you, buddy. I'm sorry. You guys, you guys fucking made me miserable in 2015 when Bob Miller kept on hitting Tom Brady in that playoff game. So, fuck, fuck you Tom guys. Brady. And fuck Denver too, buddy. Oh, <laughs> oh, those are, I was, things were going so well, motherfucker. And you just had to, <laughs> oh, stabbed you in the back. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Af- after you tried to give him alcohol poisoning last week, and then yeah. go, I listen, we were friends. What the listen. Fuck? No, no, shut the fuck up. If anyone can live with a Justin Trudeau government, then the motherfucker can handle shots, okay? <laughs> yeah, and he handled them pretty fucking good. I would exactly. like to see you do that. You have. <laughs> and you did not handle it as well. I went to the beer festival the next day and still drank. Leave me alone. <laughs> you had two little yeah. sippy cups. Ja, two little sippy cups for a little better boy. Come on, I picked this cast. I wanted some chaos, and we are getting chaos. Oh, man. But you know what? If I had to give a GM that could be fired from this, I'm so, you know what? I'm fucking choosing chaos tonight, baby. Cade, your team's up next, buddy. Chris Ballard, this is your last bullet, bud. You fuck up this Anthony Richardson pick, you're out. You're fired. Please because explain your reasoning for this. I, I want to know. You've been asking for Chris Ballard's head for the last three months. Because here's the thing. You've banked on... Since Andrew Luck told your franchise to go pound sand, you banked on Jacoby Percent, who I have I hold near and dear in my heart because he was an awesome Patriots backup. He's been a pretty good journeyman. But you banked on Jacoby Percent, the corpse of Phillip Rivers, the corpse, or not even really the corpse, just fucking a broken down garbage Carson Wentz who couldn't throw like I genuinely do not think that guy could hit like a fucking the broadside of a barn, man, at this point. It's pathetic. And the corpse of Matt Ryan. You have one bullet left, man. I'm sorry. Chris Ballard. You fucked this Anthony Richardson pickup. It's a Hail Mary. It's a Hail Mary throw because Richardson can be that guy. He is I I love the upside there. But man, you fuck you fucked this up here. You're gonna be fucking <laughs> They're gonna throw you out of that fucking building in your broken down city, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's over for him. Honestly, all night I was just expecting us to trade back, and I was I had the email typed in my phone, ready to go to my manager. And I was like, "I'm not coming into work tomorrow." <laughs> I was because like they are going to be standing outside the gate. Like we were going to need a police escort just to get into the office. I was full. Oh man, 
Wait, were you going to get drunk as fuck if they drafted Levis and just be like, fuck this team, fuck my life, fuck everything? <laughs> Instead, he goes to an arch rival. Mm. <laughs> Fucking Titans. More May- Mayo drink. Man we versus own, AR-15. We own, we own Tennessee. We own Tennessee. They're our little brother. They know it. <laughs> All right. Well, I have enjoyed report card time. Thank you, <sighs> So, and with that, we're going to take a quick break. But coming up, the gang is going to run through the Giuseppe Stromboli redoing of the week. And if you've heard of the phrase, when figs, pigs fly, well, what about when pi- uh, cows fly? Why can't cows fly? So, what do we get right back into it? We're going to have the Giuseppe Stromboli of the do- redo of the week. The gang needs a refill. But when we come back, we'll get into our Giuseppe Stromboli redo of the week. You're listening to Plaster Negotiations. Follow us on the social medias at PlasterPod. And we'll be right back. And now, it's time! In honor of the phenomenal rebranding of a famous magic story out of the UK turned Italian-American bang noodle wielding and probably from fucking New Jersey or some fucking damn place in New England. Wizard. Our whoa, 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 Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Geography was a class. I know. New Jersey know. is a full state away from New England. Look, albeit a very salt no. mall sliver, but still. Cade, I what, think you, you just committed New- sacrilege between what, you get New two Jersey? factions. New Jersey to Boston is all just New England. No, 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 no. no there is Jersey. Wow. There is Jersey, and then there was Boston. Okay, <laughs> you don't <laughs> fuck right. with Boston. You just pissed off Bostonians and New Yorkans all at the same time. Good, maybe they'll kill each other. Good job. <laughs> no, they're gonna kill you. <laughs> Come for you. The, <laughs> okay. the five families are having a fucking meeting right now. With all the right. five families of fucking Boston. Oh all my right. god. You, you hey. can find me in New Palestine, uh, Ohio. <laughs> uh, if okay. you can find it, because Ohio doesn't exist. Anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> before before you get started, you just united the Crips and Bloods of geography, That's American nice. geography. I said I you... wanted chaos. And Ohio. I, I wanted chaos. Yo, I'm staying out of this one. Like that shit goes down. I'm 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 out. I no. told you chaos. I am staying out of this one. <laughs> My Irish ass is going to the bar. <laughs> oh, so My also you, Irish right, ass right. is joining. So, new, so hang on, which one's the Crips? Which one's the fellow bloods? Irish? Which one's the mm. Bloods and which one's the Crips? Who's New York is the Bloods and Boston is the Crips? Is that how it is? We don't put labels. We Ooh. just murder. <laughs> I feel like it would have to be Boston would be the Bloods because of the Red Sox. And the, the okay, okay, that's fair. the blood of system. Yeah, yeah, that actually works. And the Crips would be the like Yankees, Mets, the Giants, whatever you know. What I mean, Yank is absolute blue. Yeah, blue. <laughs> Led by uh-huh. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, <laughs> Wait, who is the who is the other guy on? What's the deal about Kramer? No, his bald friend. Oh, George Costanza. George worked for the fucking Yankees, so it works mm-hmm. out. <laughs> okay. He's had enough of you. All right. 
Well, the Bloods Fuck. and the Crips can shoot each other in New York. Just oh. anyways, we're back. No, they're going to Indianapolis. But please continue yeah. with this read and piss. I don't live in. Off. I don't live in Indianapolis. <laughs> Shut up, Stoats. Yeah, I'm sure you don't live in Indianapolis <laughs> or right. an outskirts city. Well, this is the Giuseppe Stromboli redo of the week. And if you have not ever been a part of our show, definitely welcome. And what's going to happen is. I'm going to give the gang a story that has happened here in recent memory, and the panel disturb determines how they would change the outcome of this story any way possible. They just can't say, I don't do it. If you do that, you automatically lose, and you got to do a drink. So this week's story, I hope you all read it. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this person's name, so I'm going to give it my best shot. Uh, Shiv Dayal. I have no idea. I'm going to call him Mr. Sharma because that's his last name. That's got to uh, be. Oh, dear. <laughs> Mr. Sharma uh, of India was relieving himself of too many bodily fluids. I guess he'd been drinking Indian beer. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, when an 1,800-pound cow came flying in like a fucking wrecking ball, probably being ridden by Miley Cyrus for God knows why. Uh, Coming in like a wrecking cow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> According to reports, a nearby train had slammed into the cow as he was measly munching down on some wonderful Italian or Indian grass and wandered onto the tracks, sending the cow flying through the air and obviously hitting Mr. Sharma. Gentlemen, you are the cow in this situation. How are you getting yourself and Mr. Sharma out of harm's way? Better. And so well, here's one question for this. I assume we as the cow are hungry still. If you want to be. Okay. Ryan, Benner, hypnotoad dipshit. You're easy for- guy. Easy guy. <laughs> well, it's your name. It says dipshit Benner. So. Yeah, it does say dipshit. <laughs> well, and you got hypnotoad in the background. <laughs> it's not like we've given you the past hour to change it or anything. <laughs> Hey, man, you guys wanted this. I respect my friend's wishes. All right. So, um, I mean, so to explain what, I, what you know, as the cow, I'm going to do. Uh, have do you, any of you guys remember the 2006 animated movie Barnyard? Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, come on. Damn. Dude, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I don't. The, the whole premise of the movie is um, basically a, a cow... Uh, must defend the farm from coyotes and shit. Well, okay. part of that is the coyotes killed his cow father. So, in this situation, I am taking on the role of the cow father, but instead of coyotes, I'm taking on a train. Yeah, I know I'm hungry, but I realize my life is in danger. I must save the cow. And so, once again, just like in the movie Barnyard, I have the voice of Sam Elliott. And I bring out an acoustic guitar. And just like in the movie, I sing Tom Petty. And I won't back down. And then I charge the fucking train. And with the power of Tom Petty and Sam Elliott, I fucking Superman through that fucking train. And become Super Cow. So you, Leroy Jenkins, it. 100%. Except I win. And and then I go on to completely take on trains across the country. Um, And Super Cow is now the reason why these trains keep derailing all over the place. And 
like Midwest America because I won't back down. Thoughts and prayers to Ohio. <laughs> Super cat. All right. Ryan, fill us in. Canadian Ryan. Oh, man. I know. I gotta yes, that is your name. You, you need to change your name from I Survived Benner's Hazing. I mean, uh, whatever else you want to call it other than hazing, so that way Ryan doesn't get sued. Um, <laughs> I need to find something better. I need to call you Hoser, but you need to put it in your name. I mean, you could just call him Bob or Doug McKenzie, and it, he'll understand. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> oh, no. I was I was struggling with this one when I read it, man. And I still I I love Benner's idea. But you know what? You won't back down. I'm gonna mow down on some fucking grass. I'm gonna take a fucking perk eighty and I'm gonna fucking <laughs> join Benner in charging this fucking train and we're gonna win. You know. Cause they're Dead as fuck. <laughs> Cause they don't back down. <laughs> Listen, if the cow, if the cow dies, the cow dies. But Mister Sharma, who is innocently taking a piss wherever the fuck, did not deserve to get fucked up by a fucking cow like that. <laughs> I, I said oh, yeah. this to Kate at the beginning of the week. I was like, "You have to use this, like." <laughs> There's no way around it. Like, you have a cow that hit a person because it got hit by a fucking train. So it's a stupid oh, scenario. He's pissing, bro. Yeah. He's pissing. Hey, he's fucking rocking a leak. Like, oh, yeah, there's the train. By- oh, fuck a cow. And just right to the <laughs> You know, it's insane. <laughs> but so you're with Benner that you guys are going to fucking two cow nation fucking destroy all the trains yes yes but i i'm off a perk i'm like a fucking gremlin out here okay i'm (laughs) i I might be turned into fucking liquid mist but you know what fuck it we ball that's what (laughs) do not give the mogwai water Oh uh, yeah, that's all. That's honestly all I got, man. This is such a... <laughs> the cow is fucked, man. The cow is fucked because you can't avoid it. So you might as well just embrace inevitability and go fucking Hulk mode, bro. Because <laughs> you're boned, you're boned. But Mr. Sharma, I'm gonna make sure that I go far away enough that Mr. Sharma, who just wants to take a piss on a fucking casual Friday or whatever the fuck, out, out in the fucking you know near the railroad tracks. Doesn't get beamed by the thousand pound cow, whatever the fuck it was. So uh, eighteen hundred. I, I have 18... one very simple question for you. Can you identify train tracks? Can you step lazily to the right or the left? Because <laughs> there's a very easy way to avoid this whole situation. <laughs> I feel like the qualifier like just don't do it. <laughs> like. Yeah, I kind of thought that would just qualify as don't do it. That well, I mean, you were saying like there's no way to avoid it, but there's a very simple way to avoid it, and that's not my response to this either. But it 
Well, there's a very easy way to avoid a train coming at you. <laughs> Listen, Stokes, that's the easy way, but we ain't no cowards out here, man. We going out like some <laughs> fucking no champs. We ain't no cowards. We're them. <laughs> <laughs> we them cows, baby. <laughs> well, um, I had an idea, and mine was going to be that I was going to eat the grass and turn into like almost like spinach and then turn into Popeyes and fight the fucking train. Um, but instead of that, I'm going to make it to where my cow is um, a part of the Bloods, and I'm going to call on all of my fellow Bostonians, and I'm going to tell them that this train killed all the lobsters. Oh, fuck then, this train. Fuck the train for killing all the goddamn lobsters. And then this we're gonna mass transit gotta this, go, motherfucker. This is our neighborhood. Fucking train. Hey, yo, this train said go train Yankees. <laughs> this train about to learn a lesson. It ain't never gonna forget. Lots of bats, lots of wooden sticks, lots of death is coming for that train. Now, will it stop the train? I don't know. But one way or another, we're gonna get Mr. Shamal or Shamar or whatever his fucking name is out of the damn way, and we're going to make sure that that Yankee fucking loving train gets the ass whooping that it deserves. Because we won't back <laughs> down. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so that's my plan. I don't know how I'm going to get all of them over from Boston to India in the amount of time that it takes for that train to hit me, but we're going to get it done. The end. Stokes. Hey. So we have fight the train, fight the train, fight the train on drugs. Is that about <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> For lobster. But, so but I one, guess it's kind of drugs. One of them is fight the train is cow Sam Elliott. So <laughs> okay, so cow. Uh, all right, fight the train with Sam Elliott. Fight the train now. with uh lobster and fight the train uh with drugs. Yeah, or the right? park. Okay, okay. Here's we don't, we don't like trains. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> things that go over twenty miles per hour that stay in a line that we can easily predict. <laughs> That's very American of you. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go totally oppo on this. Um, I'm just going to eat Mr. Sharma, who is not on the tracks. <laughs> because I'm a cow, and I'm tired of being a vegetarian. Rampage World Tour. Welcome to hell. Dear God. So we got fight the train, fight the train, Sam Elliott, fight the train to save the lobsters. And, and Jeffrey Dahmer eat the guy. Jesus Christ. Well, it, it's like cow. the fucking meme, though, right? Like, bitch, the burger eat you. And it's like the cow biting some woman who's like, oh, my God. And the cow's like, mm -mm. <laughs> Like, that's like mad, mad cow disease. Like, we're get a taste for meat. <laughs> and we want all the meats. 28 weeks later. <laughs> 28 burgers later. <laughs> Because <laughs> we won't back, back down. down. 
Oh, you can stand God. me up on the tracks in India, but we are flying <laughs> Fly around. around and eating guys. <laughs> you the burger now, bitch. Oh, my God. Thank you. Uh, come again. <laughs> okay. Right. Get, uh, get out of here. Where? Why is this clicker not working? God damn it. Bad better. Bad sorry. better. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Apparently, I guess it's better of a newspaper right now. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will get back to it with our Alex Moran Player of the Week. I'm so glad I'm not. One more break to go, but when we come back, the gang runs through their Alex Moran Player of the Week nominations. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned for more Plaster Negotiations. And welcome back to Plaster Negotiations, where none of our debates are legally binding. So if you're a pussy, don't try to sue us. This week, uh, we ask our panelists to find what we call the Alex Moran Player of the Week. The criteria is very simple. We're looking for an individual who wants to live the absolute best life, uh, the true backup life, all the glory, all the money, all the fame, none of the work. So to start us off, I'm going to do the first one. And my guy comes from across the pond uh, over in England, 1776, fuckers. Um... He's a soccer player by the name of Gareth Bale. And if you don't know Gareth, he's a great player, uh, definitely deserves recognition. And he got signed to play for Real Madrid. I don't remember what year this is, so please forgive me. Uh, and I don't know the full length and number on his contract. Uh, I had a friend tell me about this story, and he told me the breakdown. Anyways, him and his coach absolutely hate each other. And nonetheless, if you're the coach, you still want to win games, which he probably still has all the best athletes surrounding him, but nonetheless decided to bench Gareth Bale, one of the best athletes in the world. And this dude is winning games, sitting on the bench for months, making 543,000 pounds a week, which I think we did the math in the middle of our timeout session was almost 700,000 US dollars sitting on the bench per week if that's not all the glory of being famous getting all the bad chicks making all the money and doing absolutely fucking nothing i don't know what is and i'll admit that caleb knows more about sports than i do so that's my alex moran player of the week wow (laughs) fuck you caleb i hope you watch this (laughs) oh Ah. man I can't Hi, wait Anna. to send it out to the group and be like, "Hey, Caleb, nope, you nope, should watch nope. this episode." No, no, no. You can't say we're gonna we're gonna if anybody if anybody's ever seen Draft Day, we're gonna pull the classical hundred dollar tape to the back end of the playbook, and we're gonna see if he actually listens to the podcast. And if he listens, then he can start shit. But if he doesn't, then we'll never know. Yeah, I'm still gonna direct him. <laughs> I'm choosing violence today too. Come on and listen, Caleb, you pancake-eating motherfucker. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with pancakes? It's pancakes that, are the best, man. It's for that same movie. It's just like the, like the immediate yeah. next quote. He's like, make the pick. Make the deal, you pancake-eating motherfucker. Fantastic. Uh, you guys quote things and don't know what you're saying. It's so sad. Yeah, Kevin uh, Costner. Give us your Alex Moran Player of the Week, Stoats. Educate us. Great television. Since you're a teacher. I just did. Great television. Would you like to enlighten us? Oh, okay, I can. So, um... <laughs> Open your books to page 43. 
Open your books to page 11. <laughs> Got him. Anyways, so why great television? As most of us are aware, there was um, a particular Major League Baseball uh, television producer uh, named Bally Sports that was like, hey, bros, we're going bankrupt, except we're still going to, for some reason, carry the Padres, but... Everybody else is like, nah, we're done. We're bankrupt. Um, and so Gray Television is the latest recipient of an awesome sports media rights deal through Bally Sports Folding in Arizona. The Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mer- Mercury are now going to be broadcast on great television because of how incompetent these fuckers are with a Bally. So there it is. They're going to deliver 100% of the Suns and Mercury locally broadcast games on television and through streaming for the next two years because Bally Sports is like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't you know it cost anything to broadcast. We suck. Get away from my Padres, but I'm glad you're getting away from my Phoenix Suns. Great television. My nomination for the Alex Moran Player of the Week. All right. So the thing that we've all been enjoying our entire lives, television, is apparently lazy. Thank you. Dude, seriously, they sat there and were like, we have a camera. Oh, well, we have sports. Oh, uh, like, you want some money? Yeah. Okay. Can you broadcast it? Yeah. All right. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about a billion, over a billion dollar franchise, and they just got it for nothing. Oh my God. It's insane. It's literally insane. So there you go. Uh, that's what happens when you get uh, good lawyers. Or you just sit there. Law class 101. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. <laughs> All right. Hosier, who you got for us? Oh, man. So I have a player that I have a personal amount of hatred for. I won't get into it all. But we're going to talk a little bit of puck here because I need to laugh at both the Winnipeg Jets and a player that I detest in Pierre-Luc Dubois, who basically him and a bunch of his other players you know, teammates quit on the fucking team in the playoffs and their own coach had to cuss them the fuck out. Now I'm singling out Dubois the most here because he was the most egregious of these offenders. He, you know, he did what he did to get himself out of my favorite team in Columbus. He floated on the ice in the playoffs, the playoffs where you should be fucking engaged, play like you give a shit. And this fucking little bitch just fucking taps out. I'm done because his manifest destiny since 2020 when he quit on my team was I want to go to Montreal. We said, fuck you. You're going to fucking the barren wastelands of Winnipeg, Manitoba, who don't have an airport. I don't care whoever in Manitoba tries to convince me they do. They do not. And so him quitting on his team along with his other sack of shit pathetic teammates quitting on the team have led to their coach. What a pretty fucking, if you got, I think Benner's the only one here that really follows hockey, had a pretty excellent press conference last night where he's like, yeah, I was not, I was fucking disappointed with these guys. They basically quit on the team. Like, 
You're a loser, man. Not not Rick Bonus, the head coach of Winnipeg. Pierre-Luc Dubois and the Winnipeg Jets. You're all losers. And I'm so glad this loser team fucking is eliminated from the playoffs. And I'm sorry, Jets fans, but like some of Winnipeg Jets fans I've seen are fucking losers. You're all Alex Moran players of the week. Enjoy the fucking couch. It's nice and comfy over here. Tee up, bitches. It's golf season. That's all I got. Fuck you all. <laughs> I can't wait I... to hear who your golfer is. <laughs> Amazing. Just watch out for fallen trees, a.k.a. the Masters. Oh, mm. a lot of people died because of that. They fucking did. <laughs> a lot of yeah. these poor people. There's a lot of Bostonians who don't know how to read listening to this fucking show. Thank a.k.a. Just... Caleb. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, we need to turn get you off Fox News for 20 seconds. All right. Like, Ed, Ed, we, uh, in. Okay, we need to get uh, you and Caleb in the octagon, man. <laughs> trees. No. There's all the trees. All right, Don Cheadle, you calm down. <laughs> Nobody died at the Masters that you know of. That was on camera. <laughs> trees all the people <laughs> who should have been looking after those trees shame the only person that's going to die because of trees is going to be the ones Ryan's been smoking I'm not smoking <laughs> <laughs> good lord and anyways let's get to Al- uh, Ryan's Alex Miranda <laughs> speaking of murder what <laughs> good lord Good lord, absolutely attacked over here, motherfucker. Um, chaos, bitch. Uh, whatever. I'm an agent of chaos. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so per my background, uh, my uh, Alex Moran player of the week uh, is uh, former Jackass star Bam Margera. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, Okay, this dude, I'll be saying, this dude has been through a lot of shit, a lot of dramatic shit. The problem, like, and I get mourning and grieving and all that, but it gets to a certain point, dude, you are hurting yourself, hurting the people around you, doing some really stupid shit. I understand you being up depressed, but, dude, they're, like, you're hurting other people. And he's just, like, and it kind of, it's been kind of trickling over the last couple of years, like, when he tried filming the fourth Jackass movie, he got so fucked up on drugs and alcohol on set that they just fired him like on the third day and none of his stunts or anything were in the movie. So now the latest band manager news, he went missing. He started just wandering around the woods or in, his, in the town he was living in and no one knew where he was. Dude. And he just, he comes back and he's like, well, I was just chilling, man. Like, why is everyone worried about me? It's because you, you fucking idiot. You left everything behind. No one knew where you were. And then the fucker decides to go on YouTube and do a reaction of his, like, police searching for him. The fuck? Yeah. Why? I don't know. But, yeah, so... To Ben Marger, like, I choose him because it's like, he's just like, Living in the backup of his own life, just watching him fucking destroy it. It's sad. I know, like, I know that's like we're trying to be funny in the show, but it's like, dude, what the fuck? 
Yeah, he, he's got a mental illness that is not diagnosed and is not being properly treated. And no, and I, 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 I really hope he gets the help he needs. I, I really do, Jesus. too. I really do, too. And I'm not trying to shit on him. It's like it's more of like, dude, like you need help type type of mindset reaction towards it. It's just God damn it. I'm kind of surprised that Steve-O even wants to work with him because didn't Steve-O? Steve-O was the one that fired him. Yeah, because I was going to say, didn't Steve-O kind of clean up? steve was clean, man. He's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. That's probably why. He's still him. insane. Didn't but... Oh, he's fucking hilarious. This is, yeah, he's just where he was. The mindset he was in, like, on the first two Jackass movies is gone. His brain is honestly probably smushed at this point. I don't mean I don't mean that in a Might mean be. Way, but with all the drugs he's probably taken in his life. It's, it's probably just a puddle. Well. Unfortunately. And with that, be good people, don't do drugs. So thank you for joining us on this week's rendition of Plasher Negotiations. And again, nothing that we said here is legally binding. As always, 21 means 21. Designated driver, well, none of us are on here need that. But if you need one, definitely have one. Drink responsibly. And above all else, as Stoats, please remind them one more time for us. Do your job. Be human. Fuck your ego. But above all else, be good people. Absolutely. On behalf of Hosier Canadian Ryan, Hypnotoad, Dipshit, Buckhead, Ryan Benner. Hello. Notesy, Ed, myself, Jay Edgar, Cade Wallman, the 29th. Good night. We appreciate you tuning in for this week's rendition of Plaster Negotiations. And again, nothing that was said was legally binding. We look forward to seeing you all again next week. Follow us on the social medias and we'll talk to you soon.